Today, we are honored to be joined by the founder and CEO of Genesis Asset Management Strategies Group, Mr. Kevin Webb. Kevin was born in Germany and he faced many challenges growing up, including not having a father and coming to America. His challenges did not impede his drive to be successful. Today, he leads over 20 financial associates throughout Georgia from his headquarters here in McDonough, Georgia. Welcome, Kevin, and thank you for joining me. Thank you, thank you, glad to be here, Samal. Good, good. Is there anything I missed in the introduction? No, I think you covered it all pretty well. I appreciate it. Yeah. yeah. Okay, great. So we met about maybe four years ago. Yep, at the gym. And we kind of bonded over our love for running and working out and all that good stuff. Absolutely. You set the standards, Simone. I'll tell you, I was trying to keep up with you. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I'm really happy we've stayed connected over the years. Yeah, me too. Yeah, me great. Too. So, so that our listeners can get to know you a little bit better, what is a typical day like for you? Oh, that's a great question. So, uh, you know, uh, based on our conversations at the gym, you, you know a lot about me. I'm a very regimented individual. So pretty much every day looks almost exactly the same for me. So I have created something I call the, my morning cadence, or now I call it the Genesis morning cadence because I also uh, require my associates to do this as well. But every day uh, starts the same. It starts with faith. So I wake up. Well, let me back up a little bit. So first things first, I, I recommend waking up early, right? So one of the things I know is that successful people wake up early. So um, I also um, tell people that you should wake up about 30 minutes to an hour earlier than everyone else in your household. So I make it an a effort every day to get up by 6 o'clock every single day, even on the weekends. And I also make sure I get up at least 30 minutes to an hour before my kids, right? Mm -hmm. It's an opportunity to kind of get my thoughts together. And I always start my day with faith. So the first thing I do when I wake up is I pray. I look at a, uh, I look at scripture, a daily Bible verse, devotional, and then uh, meditate. So just starting the day with faith is very important to me. And then I also, as I get dressed every morning, I like to listen to a motivational video on YouTube. So I call it my inspirational vitamin. So I like to listen to something positive in the morning, try to get me in it, my thoughts going in the right place. And then after that, I always listen to an audio book. So every day I spend about 30 minutes to an hour listening to an audio book. You know, just what I call sharpening my sword. So listen to something related to my field or a competency that I want to develop. And then um, as I see you all, well, prior to coronavirus, you'd always see me in the gym about the same time every day. So I believe in working out in the morning. So, you know, studies show that people like to do business with people who look good. Uh, it gets the positive endorphins going by working out in the morning. It gives you a sense of uh, confidence and accomplishment. So that's how my morning starts out every single day. So it kind of helps you thrive, you know, no matter what's going on. And, uh, you know, we all have chaos going on in our life. So doing those things in the morning, you know, help me get going. Uh, and, you know, it's pretty interesting as you say that because I'm starting to have a number of people come on for interviews and they're all expressing that they wake up early before the rest of their household wakes up and they're able to get into the the right mental frame to begin the day so I think we're already starting to see a pattern of what successful people do absolutely that's very important 
So mm-hmm. you, know, you have to expect the unexpected and adjust. You have to be able Absolutely. to you know, thrive in chaos. So no matter what mm-hmm. may be going on in your personal life, you got to go out there each and every day and you got to execute and you got to perform. So what I found by doing having these rituals, having these habits, it helps me to go out there and do what I need to do to be successful no matter what might be going on in my personal life. Absolutely. So for you, what would you say was your, your earliest memories of adversity? Uh, earliest memory of adversity was probably, uh, you know, my, my father showing up when I was about five years old with the Donkey Kong game and saying, hey, you can go with me or you can stay with, with your mother. So uh, growing up early in early you know life without a father, I think that was probably my earliest adversity. And then also now, were you in Germany at this time? Yes, yes. So Mike's Germany, you know, being one of very few minority kids, you know, going to actual German school, speaking German, and then coming to America. So my 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 mother met a who the person who I called my father when I was about five or six years old. And we moved to America. So I actually grew up German up until she met him. So I didn't speak English. So coming to America and having to actually repeat kindergarten because I couldn't speak English very well, you know, and going to school with a kid with the clogs on and my version of football and their version of football was a little bit different. So football to me. It was a culture shock for you, right? Very much so. Very much so. So a little bit of a culture shock. And then moving a lot. So, you know, it was coming to America was a little bit different. You know, we were very humble beginnings, and uh, so we moved a lot. So just having to move a lot, you know, those, those were some challenging times in the early early years. Right, and what, what toll would you say that, that took on you, having to adjust to all those changes, having to learn a complete new culture, being un- introduced to your dad at five years old? What toll would you say that took on you? I think it's a lot for a small child to handle, having, you know, having gone through so much at a, at a young age. Uh, and it kind of, you know, I kind of felt like for a long time in my life, a, a lack of a family or lack, lack of belonging. Because, you, you know, the people that I'm around aren't my blood family, so to speak. So, and then moving a lot. So kind of just kind of a lack of, you know, belonging. Stability. Or I just learned not to really get too close to people. So. Those were some of the early challenges in life kind of going through some of those things presented for me. Interesting. So how would you say that actually helped you to thrive? Because we all know that, you know, you went from having such an adverse background to now being a a CEO and founder of a a major financial institution. So how were you able to turn it around and stop looking at yourself somewhat as a victim to being able to excel? How did you turn that around? Well, it helped me to develop grit. Right. So as I think you know, one of the most so one of the things that I really try to instill in, in my children or try to develop is grit. So it's just passion and perseverance and just kind of mental toughness and fortitude. So I, I think it helped me develop grit, just kind of, you know, a, tough, a sense of toughness or having to adapt to these uh, new environments, you know, on a consistent basis and kind of a, a sense of, uh, uh, of accountability and saying, hey, you know what, if it's up to me. You know, I'm not a not a victim. I control my own circumstances and you know, there's a way out. So I, I think it helped me develop grit. And the other thing I didn't realize that it helped me a lot. So moving a lot, right? So I was, I moved a lot. I mean, a, a lot. So I went to, uh, I went to about four different elementary schools. I went to wow. three middle schools, two, two high schools. So I, I had to I learn how to make friends. So one of the things that, you know, now I'm in a, you know, in a relationship business. So I, I'm very good at it. One of my strongest skills is the ability to develop relationships. And I think a lot of that 
you know, came through the fact that, you know, the kind of the circumstances are outliers like the, you know, the book. Right. And I think I can attest to that because I, I've seen you in action. I've seen you in your, your workshops and your seminars and your elements. And, you know, I swear you've never met a stranger. Absolutely. Absolutely. I like that. So, <laughs> right, so, right. So great. I would say develop grit and, uh, you know, the, the, the ability to develop relationships and uh, people skills. Yeah. So it's interesting how you, you turn that to your advantage, how you turn always being the new kid and, and having to make new friends into an advantage Absolutely. of being able to turn a stranger into a client. Absolutely. Absolutely. That is truly amazing. Yeah, I couldn't have orchestrated the, uh, this well if I wanted to. I definitely think this is God's plan and not mine. So as I can look at my life and, you know, how things develop, I think it's prepared me for, you know, the opportunities that I have today. Right. Now, now a very, in a very important uh, topic is failure. I think for a lot of people who are working on personal goals, which is what the premise of um, this program is about, you know, they fail and they stop. Right. Because it is just too painful to go through failure. What role would you say failure has played in your ability to be successful? Well, I, I believe in, in failing forward. So, you know, it is what you learn in failure that will ultimately make you successful. So if you've never failed at life, you probably are irrelevant or you're not trying hard enough. You're not pushing the envelope. So, you know, I think uh, a failure, failure is part of growth. And I think you only are a failure if you don't get back up. So the thing I found, however, is that uh, if you, so one of the things I always tell people is if you wouldn't do it for the rest of your life, don't do it at all. Uh, specifically, if you're going to be an entrepreneur, right? So, you know, a lot of times people are chasing money, right? If it's not something you're, I don't, if it's not something you're passionate about, you're going to quit. So I would say pursue your passion because as an entrepreneur or anything in great in life you want to achieve, at some point it's going to get hard. And if it's not something that you truly desire to do or achieve, you're going to quit and you're just going to run to the next thing. So I would say if you, if you wouldn't do it for the rest of your life and don't do it at all and pursue your passion because to be successful at anything, it's going to take some grit and you, for you to stick in there and hang out and go, there's only so many things you can get wrong. So if you continuously, the, the quickest path from point A to point B is a straight line. So if you can stay in, this is all I've ever done, right? So if you can go in one direction, the entire time you'll get there but most people are wavering all over the place they don't know really what they what they want to be so i would just tell people to take a minute and take a step back and uh figure out what your passion is and then don't right. focus on the money chase that passion and then and the money will eventually come as you chase that passion yeah and i think it's so interesting that you said that because even for me this is a new venture you know i've been in psychology for like the last 20 years but in terms of being um, a motivational coach in terms of helping people to achieve their personal goals this is a new venture that i started january of this year and it's so interesting that you talk, we talk about failure because you know i was on a great track before the coronavirus doing presentations as you know we talked about that in the gym a lot i'm um, doing presentations and then one of my main presentations which was to have been with um, a, a national sorority group got canceled one week before it was scheduled to happen and i mean i was completely devastated but like you said because i know this is my passion I found a different way to get back on the path and right. figure out, well, what else can I do? And interestingly enough, I had a, t a radio interview 
to talk about, you know, my book that I published. And then a week later, I get a call that I'm being offered a radio show. All right. So you see how that works? Absolutely. Had I just continued with the presentations, I would have missed this opportunity. That's right. So I think a lot of it is looking at, at failure as an opportunity to go a different direction right. and get back on the straight path that you're talking about. I would agree. I would agree. Yeah. So thank you so much for sharing that with us. You're very welcome. You're very welcome. Yes, yes. Now, in terms, as we're talking about the coronavirus, what impact, negative or positive, has that had with uh, your business, with your success? How it's, has that impacted you? It's actually had a very positive, right? Uh, most people in my business, it's been had a negative effect, right? But it's all about culture and what you know, what you teach and what you believe. So one of the things as an organization, we teach our, our folks to expect the unexpected and adjust, right? Expect the unexpected and adjust. That's just a culture, right? So in our business, unexpected things come up all the time and you have to adjust and so you can uh, continue down the path and be successful. So we were mentally prepared for something unexpected like coronavirus, right? Mm -hmm. But in my business, it's a people business. It's a relationship business. So we generate revenue by meeting with clients. So in most cases, when you're dealing with people's money in their future, they want to look you in the eye, they want to sit down, they want to have lunch, they want to get to know you, that kind of thing. So coronavirus changed everything for us, I right? I can imagine. So we, we, it could have taken us out of business, right? If you can't meet with people, well, how do, you, how do you generate clients? How do you, you know, get more clients? So it's about adapt and overcome, right? So what we looked at, okay, well, we can't go out and meet with people in person. So what we did is we identified, you know, what are the needs that, that people have right now? And how do we adapt our model? So we adapted our model to go digital. And we started meeting with people via video conference, Zoom session, and conference calls. And we also uh, adjusted our marketing strategy to go to a more digital marketing strategy. So I hired a marketing consultant, and we totally changed how we did business. And in a very short period of time, we actually generated more business during coronavirus than we had in any time uh, in the past. So I would That's say amazing. adapt and overcome, expect the unexpected and adjust. So it's all about, you know, things are always going to come up in, in business and entrepreneurship that are unexpected, right? There's things you can't calculate for everything. So one thing you got to become really good at is saying, okay, all right, here's where we are. You know, here's the challenge. You know, what's the solution? How do we, how do we overcome and say, you got to be, you got to be somewhat of a chameleon because there's an industry, there's disruptor, or well, just the way that we do business could change at any time. You got to be able to adapt and overcome. Right, and it sounds like the only the only con constant is change. That's right. Especially That's right. when you're in business, you really have to be prepared for change and how it's going to impact you and how you're going to adjust it. Yeah. yeah. So I'm really happy that you guys have been able to thrive during this time. Absolutely, absolutely. Yeah, so it's yeah. a lot of hard work and effort going in. I definitely can't take the credit. I have a great team around me. So I believe in, in creating a mastermind group. So we, we put together a great team of experts. When we get together, we have a think tank. So you got to have a good, uh, you know, a good, good group of people around you. I always try to say surround yourself with people that are smarter than you. So one of the things I'm um, blessed to is to have a lot of smart people around me to, to help us figure out, you know, the path. So, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm speaking to you, and the one word that keeps coming to mind is resilience. Absolutely. That you're certainly a very resilient person. And after all the challenges you've been through, all the changes you've been through, you're still standing strong. 
Oh, that's so, right. so now, so now, I guess my my question to you is: Do you feel at this point you found success after all these challenges, or do you feel like you're still on the road to success? I don't believe success is an accident, right? I've always been successful, you know, from little league sports to being the best in football, basketball, baseball, being an A honor roll student. So I think success is a lifestyle. So you know, everywhere I've been, I've been you know number one. And I, and I don't think that's because I just woke up very talented. It's because I, I work hard and I'm going to adapt and overcome. So I think I believe in being a lifelong learner. So I, I don't ever get to a point where I'll be comfortable enough to say I'm a success. So I think that, you know, throughout life, you got to constantly seek improvement. I think until the day I die, I'll always be trying to get better. So I, I've, I've been successful, but uh, have I got reached the epitome of what I would define as success? Probably not. And I don't know that I ever will. So I just want to be the best I can be and get a little bit better every day. I don't think there's ever a point where I'll, I'll be satisfied or, you know, say, you know, this is a good stopping point. Right. Yeah, I can certainly see why we've stayed connected throughout all these years, because like you, I'm very much a lifelong learner. And I think that as, as long as you're alive, you are meant to grow, you're meant to evolve, you're meant to have new personal goals that you're working on to achieve the next level. Absolutely. So, so thank you. Iron Sharp is Iron. I, I could definitely tell you those conversations that we've had at the, at the gym. And, um, you know, I probably owe you a consulting fee for your, <laughs> for your psychological work as we ran, as you helped me figure and sort things out in some of my tough, my most challenging times of life. So I thank you for being a, a client and a great friend as well. So appreciate it. Yeah, so, so it's the, the feeling is certainly mutual because I've learned so much from you on our runs. Um, in terms of financial awareness, financial education. And I so enjoy that, uh, that phrase that you use, iron sharpens iron. That's right. So, yeah. so important that you surround yourself with people who have similar goals to you, similar aspirations, so that you can feed off, you know, you're an expert in finance, I'm an expert in psychology, and then you have the synergy where each person can benefit. So, so important that we surround ourselves with people that we can actually learn from. Absolutely, absolutely. Yeah, so I'm certainly enjoying this conversation with you today. And in terms of if you had to leave three uh, pieces of advice for our listeners as we wrap up our time together, what would you say would be your three uh, major pieces of advice to them? I would probably, I, say, I would say develop grit. So passion and perseverance. So there's a great book written by Angela Duckworth on a grit audio book. It's a great book. I would recommend checking that out. So if it's uh, find, identify your passion and pursue it, right? If you wouldn't do it for the rest of your life, don't do it at all. And I would say focus on the journey, not the destination. So, you know, I, I used to focus solely on the destination and I had these really ambitious goals and I really never found happiness because these I these while I'm number one at the country in this and doing great at this, I never found a sense of satisfaction because I have this big uh, long-term goal. But what I've learned to do recently is just enjoy the journey. You got to enjoy the small wins and you got to enjoy the heart of it and the challenges that you face day in, day out. So I would say focus on the journey and not the destination. And just learn to enjoy the journey and love, love overcoming challenges and learn to embrace the hard and just, you know, love the chess games, chess, not checkers. So just really embrace, you know, that process of, of, you know, what it takes to be ultimately successful and enjoy the small wins. 
-hmm. Yeah, certainly, certainly. And um, so this is an opportunity as my way of thanking you for coming on the show to promote your business. Tell us what you're working on, how we can get in touch with you, how we can seek out your services. So Genesis Asset Management, we're all about legacy and generational wealth. So what we do is help our clients accumulate and grow their wealth and, and leave, a, leave a legacy. So it's all about leaving something behind for your heirs and leaving this world better than what you found it. So anyone who's looking at, you know, creating generational wealth and leaving a legacy, uh, we, are, we are at our core insurance brokerage firm, uh, both business and individual. We do everything from employee benefits to IRAs to 401k plans to uh, life insurance. So we do all of those things. Uh, anything that we can help with, uh, we're more than happy to do so. And as far as how to reach me, uh, you can reach me at uh, our website is www.gamsg.biz, www.gamsg.biz. And my email address is kweb, K-W-E-B-B, at gamsg.biz. And our office number is 404-769-1401. So if you want to, so for Simone, one of the things I'm going to do for any of your listeners, so any of your listeners that reach out to me, uh, in the next 24 hours, I'm going to offer them a complimentary financial analysis. Oh, that's wonderful. That's wonderful. I certainly appreciate that. And I, and I, can, I can tell that you're in high demand because I heard your cell phone going <laughs> up. So I think... <laughs> that's I think, that's I bad. Think I should have turned that off before, right? So that's I'll, okay. That's okay. The business world still uh, keeps going around and around. Right. So as we wind down our time together, do you have any final thoughts that you'd like to share with us? Uh, that is it. Live every day as if this is your last and work your butt off. There are no magic yep. words. You want to be successful. The only place that success comes, uh, the work, uh, work comes before success is in the success. Ah, my goodness. One of my favorite quotes that I just butchered it. The only place <laughs> that success comes before work is in the dictionary. I firmly believe that. So if you want to be successful, yeah. work your butt off and find one lane and stay in it. Absolutely. Well, it was certainly a pleasure speaking with you. And, you know, we were just talking before the interview started that our gym has reopened, but we're going to give it some time before yes. we jump right back in. So yeah. I look forward to seeing you at the gym again and continuing our conversations. All right. You have a great day. It was a, it was you too. So have a great day. Thank you. Have a great one. All right. Thanks.